Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. Life to me resembles many times a construction zone. There are all sorts of signs and warnings along life's way. There are slowdown signs, careful, dangerous curves ahead, obstructions, detours, and long hours of roads winding into nothingness. It is good to have a destination, even for the night. It's good to have roadmaps and signs pointing out dangers, detours, delays, and even beautiful sights along the way. Beloved, we all need guidance and we all need protection. None of us are exempt from the warning signs of life, nor the blessing signs of life, and we need to be able to distinguish between the two. Psalm 25 is a beautiful prayer of guidance and protection. It begins by saying, Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Who's got your soul today? To whom and what are you lifting up your soul? Our soul ultimately belongs to God. He gave it and he can require it at any given time. So it is good to settle the matter once and for all to whom your soul belongs. Verse 2 reads, O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed and let not mine enemies triumph over me. Once we surrender our soul to God, it becomes his responsibility to watch over it. We are to trust our souls to God if we are to have victory in this life and to be protected from our enemies. For in this life, we will encounter enemies and obstructions. Verse 4 and 5 of this great psalm goes on to show us how we are to be victorious and even to be triumphant. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Like Moses in the book of Exodus and David longs intensely to know God's ways, so should we. Our guidance and our protection comes from lifting our souls to God and for longing after God's ways and God's truth, not the world's way, because the world holds no truth. It is possible as believers for us to know about God and his acts, such as his salvation, even his miracles, but really never know or understand God and his ways. God's ways are higher than ours, and his ways are governed by wisdom, principles, and precepts. There are several basic principles for knowing God's ways, and they are laid out in this Psalm 25. First, we must have a sincere desire to be led into truth and into the righteous ways of God. Verse 4, we just read, admonished us to call upon God for him to show us and to teach us his ways. So we need to acknowledge God, to inquire of God for him to show us his way. Secondly, we must be eager to wait upon God each and every day. On, the, on, on thee, it says, do I wait all, all day, God? 
we must possess the presence and the mind of Christ, which will cause us to eagerly wait for his voice, for his love, his tenderness, his instruction, and his wisdom. Sometimes that means getting very quiet before the Lord or having moments to where we disconnect from all technology and listen for God's voice. Thirdly, we must humble ourselves before God in order to have his guidance and protection. Verse 9 of this psalm tells us, The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his way. When we are humbly submitted to God, it says in verse 10, All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. Beloved, are you following the Lord's path for your life, or are you following your own path, hoping you will end up at your desired destination? You know, since sin is a barrier to knowing God and His ways, the fourth thing we must do for guidance and protection is to forsake sin, be cleansed, and be forgiven. The Word expressly tells us that if we regard iniquity in our heart, He will not hear us. Are you at a dead-end street in your life, or do you feel as if there is no place to turn to? Adversity, trouble, and pain is not necessarily a sign of God's disfavor in our lives. Knowing God and His ways does not keep us exempt from suffering and pain, but when we do know Him, search out His ways. He is sure to lead us out. Jesus, even though He was a son, said He learned obedience by the things that He suffered. Jesus followed God's will perfectly, and he suffered for it. But he suffered for you, beloved. He suffered for me, so that we don't need to suffer unnecessarily either by sin's consequences and our own evil ways. God has a plan and a path for you, beloved. Like Abraham, Moses, Joseph, Esther, Ruth, and many others of old, he led them, he guided them, he protected them. Because they feared and they had respect unto his ways, not their own. Just because we have followed God for a long time doesn't make us exempt for, for inquiring of God and after God in his, and his ways. Abraham, it says, went out not knowing where he was going. God guided him. Moses at 80 was led and protected. Esther, a woman that cared not if she perished, for she knew that God was leading her. Let us pray today for God's guidance, for his protection, and for cleansing of anything in our lives that we would even hesitate not to call upon the living, everlasting God by whom we live and have and move and have our being in his Son, Jesus Christ, which gives us, beloved, the faith to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.